0: This is the Take Your Meds podcast, your safe space to explore how you can brighten up your life from the inside out. We're diving deep into the different medicine millennials take to turn their light on. Season one gives some insights into how you can navigate your quarter life crisis and find the confidence to be your authentic self. On this episode, I sit down with my divine friend, Abby Vandervan. Listen in to hear how letting love in turns into medicine. Alright, so today I'm sitting down with Abby Ven, a very good friend of mine, and I want to just say maybe the most powerful manifester I've ever met...
1: Big call, Gemma, that's a big call. It is a big
0: call, but I've seen some shit in your life and I'm mm. just like, holy shit, who is this woman? And Abby is, yeah, a dear friend, someone who's been in my life for a few years now and I, I'd i say like over the last 12 months we've gotten really close, which has mm. been really beautiful to mm-hmm. get to know you and Aaron. Um yeah, just like more closely and, yeah, have have also been working together in Seed for some time now, which has been amazing. You're so generous. Honestly, one of the most philanthropic people I know. Stop it.
1: It's
0: just too much. It's too much. Um, and we're sitting down before we start this episode with the Alana Fairchild Lightworker Oracle Guidebook and we've pulled a card. What is the my
1: The
0: card future? is... First ray of power. I've actually never seen this card before. This is beautiful. It's right at the front of the deck. I love the images on those cards. Yeah, so beautiful, hey? It's
1: so powerful.
0: Okay, first ray of power. The first ray of power is energy of conscious destruction. It can be used in a healthy way to eliminate the past and allow for a fresh start. The first ray also carries the frequency of leadership. It can assist you to stand in the truth of your light so others can find their way by it. It helps to strengthen your willpower so you can accomplish any task that you choose. Manifestation.
1: Mm. The
0: ascended master, El more, more, Moya, yeah brings you his particular blessing and encourages you to believe in your own strength and take the initiative on what matters most to you. That's Manifesto vibes. If you are confused about which path to take or whether to continue a certain relationship, course of action or lifestyle choice, the first ray of power will clarify matters for you. When it moves through our lives, whatever is holding us back will be removed, either through circumstances seemingly beyond our control or by our own actions based on a sudden inner knowing. When the first ray of power is indicated, a long-term plan that was once important to you may suddenly seem as though it needs to change or even be released altogether. Or you may suddenly get the motivation to go for something that you've been dreaming of for a long time. Once this ray affects your life, your understanding of what is helpful and what is not can change overnight. The changes will feel very true, freeing and helpful. Those people, dreams and opportunities that remain in your life afterwards have survived the onslaught of divine will. This means that the universe is confirming that they are meant to be part of your journey at this time. The first ray of power also relates to matters of leadership and politics.
1: Oh
0: my gosh, Abby. Be open as to how your spiritual journey might be helpful in the world of politics. Whether that be through aligning yourself with a cause that resonates deeply in your heart, mm-hmm. or through bringing a more open and discerning viewpoint into the open, deceptive world of politics, speaking your truth will be very helpful at this time, not only for you, but also for those around you who are willing to hear your voice and make their own choices from a clearer place within. Don't be afraid to be heard. Throat chakra. Throat chakra. chakra. <laughs> if- <laughs> If your life purpose involves either driving a meaningful political cause forward or assuming a position of leadership in some other way, you'll feel the truth of this and be given encouragement from the ascended master El Moria to trust yourself as a leader with heart and awareness. Finally, when this ray makes its way into your life, it's time to accept the loving gauntlet Being thrown down by the universe and take your hands off the controls of life. Detach and be curious. The universe will show you exactly what you need and remove what you do not. If something or someone is no longer part of your life, it will be so that a more beautiful, truthful and satisfying version of what you are surrendering can come into your world. Remember the universe loves you and only wants the best for your beautiful life. Trust it is enough to let that happen now.
1: Beautiful.
0: Does that bring up anything for you?
1: Well, it's really interesting because I also pulled a card this morning that kind of bounces off that. Um, mm. I pulled out a portal key card this morning. And I don't do um, you know, the cards too often, but if I feel called to, then I absolutely mm. feel a call and I'm listening and I'll follow through with that. And that was around the next phase of... My life and pushing through and hopping through this portal door to level up and really take things to the next level.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: And when I was journaling, because obviously after I do um, pull some cards, I do some journaling. And the page before that was about waiting and being patient because everything's going to unfold how it's supposed to and I know you're looking for this next phase but it's coming you just have to be patient and let it happen Mm. it's so interesting how it all just kind of connects oh my god yeah
0: it's so beautiful yeah that's just crazy it's not crazy though everything's connected obviously Mm. but it's just so beautiful when you can get those confirmations that like yep I'm where I'm meant to be so, like those signs, yeah. they make sense.
1: And I don't pull cards often. Yeah, I'm not one to do it daily or you know whatever. But when I feel the call, cool, I'm I, I. You're there. Yeah, and it and but. It, always resonates very deeply and I get emotional when I Mm. break down and I cry because it resonates so deeply Mm. and I've done it like three times in the last, what, six months, but every time it's resonated so deeply. Wow, yeah.
0: yeah. And I think too it's like such a confirmation that you're so supported and that Mm. there's actually so much Mm. love wrapped around you, around everyone that's so unseen but is so felt when you really do take the time to tune in and just connect and make space for yourself to really become present to what are the signs, what are the messages, what are the feelings, what are the senses, what are the knowings that are trying mm. to come through for me right now. So that's really beautiful yeah, to just, hear. It confirms
1: a lot of thoughts and it yeah, it just supports you in a in a really unique way. Oh my
0: God, Abby, I just had deja vu. Okay. We've done this before.
1: Have we? Oh my
0: god, this is so weird. Oh.
1: It's so weird. You said that same thing. I can tell you, we haven't done this oh. before, Gemma. Like, I've never done this with you before. So,
0: this
1: is different, <laughs> different reality, maybe. Uh,
0: different reality. Oh, the quantum field. Oh. Okay. <laughs> quantum, 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 quantum,
1: quantum, quantum. Welcome to your ASMR. Quantum. Quantum. <laughs> quantum. <laughs> Leaping.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, cheers to that. Mm. Um, okay. Well, thank you for that space and time to tune into that message. That's beautiful. And for everyone listening, maybe there was some words that really stuck with you as I was reading that card out and the guidance from that card. Just know that that's perfect. You don't need to analyze. You don't need to critically think. You don't need to problem solve. Anything that resonates is perfect. And so let that be your little, um, hug from the universe today. So, Abby, this is the Take Your Mads podcast, and I'm really keen to start with, what does it mean to turn your light on? What does it mean to feel alive for you?
1: For me? I feel like when I'm most alive is when I'm aligned with what I'm meant to be doing. Oh, this
0: is so good. Yeah.
1: Um, when I'm surrounding myself with people who lift me up and support me, but really authentically, mm. I've got this quote that I absolutely live by and it's not always possible, but I try to like 99.9% of the time is go where you're celebrated, not just tolerated. Mm. And for me, that looks like being around people who are not judging me, even if I may do something like crazy or they're like, well they, there's no judgment there. There's mm. just support and love and they're excited and they're happy to see me and there's fun and there's high vibrational energy floating between us. Oosh! Um, because you know when you're in an uncomfortable environment and you feel insecure and you're you're overthinking things, but when you're around people who are on your vibrational level, it's just harmony and it just feels good and it's,
0: it's easy. It
1: is and you feel light and that's when you're able to, you know, be the best version of yourself and so Mm. a huge part of that is just being around people who are you know love that love that not always possible though
0: not always possible yeah and I'm curious like has there been a time where you've felt like you've been in spaces and places where you aren't celebrated and how did you pull yourself out of that because I know for a lot of people especially growing up in smaller towns that you can kind of know the people you know from school or from your family and your family's friends and all that and kind of feel like you get to this point where you're like I don't really align anymore with Mm. the people in my life like how do I transition out of that space when you can't see another option like has there been a time for you where you've ever felt like you weren't celebrated and how did you pull yourself out of that and into a space with people where you were
1: yeah so many times um one that comes to mind. I'm not going to go into the finer details, obviously, but yeah, there was a situation where I was involved with someone in a, in a group setting, and we had to reoccurringly meet, and we we had issues um, <clears throat> in regards to trivial things, but our energies just were not matching. We were differences of opinions, all that kind of thing, and so it would but leaving it would cause a lot of grief, and was just energetically making me feel really really low and not good and it was affecting other people around us because we got to a point where we didn't want to be in the same room with each other and it was just it was just a situation um yeah and it was really really challenging because you know if it's with a family member or if it's with someone who you're going to have to bump into you have to find a resolve right Mm. what do you do you can't Mm. just not see them ever again and it took me a little while, but I came to the conclusion that the only way to resolve this, or get some perspective, or whatever it was, was to go into the situation with love. Mm. Yeah, and what would love do? That is such a question that I ask myself in any uncomfortable um, situation with people, and it's what would love do? And love is so powerful, empathetic. It's kind. It's non-judgmental. It um, comes in with compassion and you're able to see things through a different light not emotionally charged and angry and you you release all those kind of negative emotions and you just come in through the lens of love and it yeah doing that I was able to have empathy and consideration and, oh, I, I, I can see why you're acting this way mm. and I can see how my actions are actually affecting you. And mm. more often than not, it's usually a projection of my own insecurities on the person or the situation. What an
0: insight. Yeah, yes. really. And also,
1: you know, a simple, in the grand scheme of the world, a real simple little shitty whatever situation. Mm. Yeah. But the, the the lesson I learned through that was Powerful, Wow. So powerful.
0: Yeah, I love that question. What would love do? I actually have it in post-it notes up around the house because mm. it needs to be a daily reminder, especially mm. when <laughs> you've got all these stories about what the world is and why it is that way and people and your judgments of them and to just let love in and let love be the guide and ask yourself what would love do is so powerful and you live that out that's not just like some fucking cute thing you're saying it's Mm. like you actually live that out just so beautiful to be able to witness and And see. you can
1: apply it to every situation I was in parliament for um, a couple of weeks ago um, and we were um, having conversations with MPs and Um, I was having one conversation with a particular MP, and I disagreed with everything he was saying. And there was people in the room who were getting quite fired and emotionally charged about what he was saying. But I was like, "What would love like?" Mm. And it's so, and it can sound so corny, and you know, but like, but if you go into with that lens, yeah, why is this person saying this? What happened, and why? And you know, you have this empathy, and and all your like emotionally charged negative energy kind of simmers and you can just be at peace and actually listen to them Mm. with what they're saying and not be like you know you're wrong and have all these clapbacks it's like okay why are you saying this and yeah
0: you just to be curious yeah
1: be curious absolutely and be open-minded to what they're saying
0: yeah mutual friend of ours Kendall Morris shout out Kendall she would always say do you want to choose being right or do you want to choose the relationship Mm. in particular for people that you really love and admire and want to keep close in your life? And that was just such a powerful reframe for me, someone that lives in, and, you know, is unlearning um, like ego consciousness of like Mm. I needed an identity to be okay and to have that present. And over the weekend I – Abby and I had a book club for a while, and it was a lot oh, of fun. Oh,
1: good was our book <laughs> club! Shout out
0: book club. Shout out tequila. Oh,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah. We we did about ten minutes of debriefing about the book, and then the, the
0: next few hours getting. Yeah, that yeah. happened. Yeah. <laughs> But there were some amazing books and I brought my book club by Solo Mish this time. And over the weekend... Oh, I got got disinvited to book club. (laughs) Seven. We'll bring it back. We'll bring it back. (laughs) Anyways, over the weekend, I was listening to a book on Audible, Whatever Arises, Love That. Mm. And I'm just like so inspired by all the confirmations that are happening in this conversation. Like to ask yourself what would love do in this conversation... Like is so powerful. And then whatever arises within you, love that. Even if it's judgment, even mm. if it's blame, even if it's shame, even if it's criticism, even if it's anything that is that, um, a state that causes contraction, to just love it rather than make absolutely. yourself feel bad or make up a story about what it means. Just love. Oh, I see that I'm feeling really agitated by that. I love you, agitation. Oh, I see you. Absolutely. And then it dissipates.
1: <laughs> So life changing I did a So I At one point Was going through A little bit of anxiety And I remember I did this hike Up Wairere Falls And I was You know I was going I was very anxious The whole time And I was like This is uh, This is so frustrating Because I didn't have A um, pinpoint As to why I was anxious It was just that You know That feeling of anxiousness And uh, as I was climbing This mountain Obviously I had A lot of time On my hands And I thought What could I do If I Came to it With love And I literally repeated the mantra over and over, like, anxiety, I see you, anxiety, I love you, and anxiety, I accept you, and just repeated this mantra over and over again. And I'm not even joking, by the time I got to the top, it had just, like, released. Wow. It just needed to be acknowledged. Yes. Because I didn't have a reason. There was no reason in my life that I needed to be anxious. It was just this feeling that was bottled in, and it (sighs) just needed to be acknowledged. I acknowledged it, and it literally, like, left my body. Oh my god! Love literally will, and it's like love if you, wins. If you look in a lot of, you know, ancient texts, and you know all this, the Bible, whatever, mm. wherever you're coming from, it love will literally mm. cure everything. <laughs> 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 That's a bit of a uh,
0: hyperbole,
1: but uh, <laughs> it yeah. will cure everything.
0: <laughs> but it is, and I think what I'm I'm learning and discovering is that it doesn't make the things that other people do right or wrong. It's just more around how do I love myself enough or give myself more love than before in this situation? Mm -hmm. And sometimes that does mean I love myself enough to actually let go of that relationship, or I love myself enough to let that dynamic finish out and me not engage in that anymore, or I love myself enough to actually go for what it is that I'm really desiring and what I really want. And so it's like, So beautiful to realize that you can give yourself what you outsource to other people to give to you, and then the whole game changes. That's it. Oh my god, I'm just like having so many mind explosions. I just can't with the love shit. And you can
1: execute your decisions through love. So say you've, Mm. and there's a conflict, and you know you've gone in it with love, and you're trying to resolve with love, and the process of executing that, you can do that with love instead of (gasps) it being this massive, toxic, you know issue you can do the process execute it with love
0: oh my god this is so good i'm just trying to find this quote that i was familiar to over the weekend ego is the imaginary identity of an overstimulated nervous system and so in all this work it's like beautiful to be like okay how do i meet this with love but if your whole body is like on fire in trigger response to whatever's going on. It's so difficult to drop into love because Mm -hmm. you're like, like triggered. You're like so overwhelmed. And so I'm curious to understand, like, what do you do to support your nervous system to stay regulated? What do you do to drop into your body? Mm -hmm. What do you do to connect with your emotions, allow them, process them, like what does that look like for you? What's your practice?
1: I think one big thing for me was understanding a little bit of the science behind why, what's going on. And there's this thing in the body called the amygdala, oh. and sometimes that can get hijacked. And I'm not going to go too much into the scientific side of thing, but it's basically um, a part of your brain that um, gets triggered. It's like your defense mechanism. It's an um, intuitive mechanism. Um, defense mechanism that reacts to try and save you. It's survival. It's, you know, it's hard to control it. And so a lot of people who get really angry really quickly, um, who lash out who and they're like, Oh my goodness. I'm, how did that happen? I, you know, it just was, I saw red. Your amygdala is getting hijacked. Mm. Um, I definitely recommend doing a lot of research on that because it's so interesting. And I learned a lot about my reactions with certain situations because I was in a relationship once and they would do things and that I would get so triggered by everything and I would react out and it would make things so much worse. But I I learned about what was happening and my amygdala was getting hijacked and I learned that you can do things to kind of snap, yourself out of that hijack Mm. and for me that looked like going and having a glass of water Mm. just leaving the situation or it, it didn't even need to be in the room with the person it could be over messenger or if it was a phone call and just being like i need a second going and having a glass of water drinking the entire glass and you know that allowed my amygdala to like not be hijacked and me to go and say things or do things that i would regret or whatever
0: Wow. I forgot the question. What was the
1: question again? How do you regulate your nervous system? That's it. So yeah, yeah, basically that's that. And so now I I don't get hijacked as much because I'm aware and there'll be different um, triggers for different people. So for me, I feel like this wave of, I can't even describe it. It's just like a wave of being triggered. And that was my... Identifier, and so I would go and have a glass of water, finish the glass, and that would help regulate me.
0: Wow, that's so powerful! But, but
1: it looks different for every single person. So, for yeah. some people, it may be doing some breathing exercises, it may take longer than a glass of water. Yes, um, there's so many. It's, it's important to do your own research and figure out what is your own.
0: Yeah, as you're talking, I'm like, What's mine? and yeah. I literally am like. Getting in a car, turning a song up really loud, driving around, screaming, mm-hmm. or I'm, like, going to a park, an open space area and screaming mm. or and smashing the floor, like, having a te- – like, I need to physically exactly. release whatever has been charged up and then I can kind of, like, come back to, like, a really, like – you know, safe space within myself and then like a regulated space to meet someone where they are. But uh, yeah, it's like really charged for me. But I wonder too, like as life goes on, there's different strategies and tools and techniques that will resonate based on the level of regulation within the system. Like I feel like for me, just even learning about this stuff in the last couple of years, I'm just like, I never felt like it was okay for me to express my emotions mm. and I'm only now giving myself the permission to express my emotions yes. and in doing so I feel like I'm letting go of a whole lot of like, like 28, 29 years of built up Unregulated dysfunction, mm. and so like for now, where I'm at in the season is like, yeah, I want to go and fucking scream in a park, and I want to like cry listening to Celine Dion, and who knows, maybe like in the next season of my life, it will be t- drinking a glass of water and feeling really calm in the kitchen Absolutely. and just allowing that connection to take place. That's it. But yeah, it I think different it's for different for everyone, and yeah, change from
1: season to season. True.
0: True. I feel like it's like, a, like you know, when you go and you have like a buffet dinner and there's like all these different fucking options and you're just like, I feel like I'm at the section that's just like scream. There you
1: go. <laughs> you know. But it's so important there's to leave that sections. out. You've obviously yes. been harboring it.
0: And I've been harboring it. I've been the good girl. I've been like, I've been the people pleaser. I've yeah. been like, what everyone needs me, I've been a chameleon. I haven't been my true authentic expression. Mm. And in doing so, I've got all this fucking rage inside mm. and I'm so liberated when I just let it go. That's so it. anyways, for welcome some, to talk.
1: Ah, but for <laughs> some people, see for me, I don't feel the need to scream and let it out. It's just, I'm, I'm a, I am ai feel that that's not something that I need to do. I yes. can take the moment and, you know,
0: have the glass that's of water, beautiful.
1: but it looks different for everyone. And who knows that could change. Things could change.
0: That's it. But it's having a straight, it's like recognizing what is the, what do I notice in my body? What am I feeling? Yes. What am I sensing? What am I understanding within myself? And instead of projecting that out and onto someone, how can I take radical responsibility for that and go and do something that's going to support me to regulate that and come back into love?
1: Absolutely.
0: That's the fucking tea. Ooh. Ooh. That's Ooh, write the T. it on a T-shirt. Put it on a T-shirt. <laughs> Get it on your little Kmart. (laughs) Live, laugh, love. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Live, laugh. You got to live, laugh, love. (laughs) Live, laugh, love. Okay, Abby, what's been your biggest unlearning?
1: Oh, there's too many. I can't choose one, unfortunately. I think that I went through a little bit of an existential crisis. Is that how you say it? Existential. Existential. Let's go with it. Oh, We're claiming it. Um, um, like five, no, seven years ago. Um, and that was around, um, my journey into like veganism and eating plant-based that kind of thing. And I'm not going to talk about that because it's very, very hot topic. But what I that was pivotal in my life because it learned that it was the unlearning of everything I'd ever been taught about something. And it made Mm. me question everything. And I thought, well, if I'm questioning this, you know, it was around, you know, um, should I be eating meat and like all that kind of stuff. But it made me learn that what else do I need to question in my Mm. life? And it was literally everything.
0: Oh my God. Yes. Why?
1: And it made me why? And, you know, question why with everything Mm -hmm. um and so that was really really powerful I went through a very um like a bit of like a yeah breakdown and it was but it was such a powerful time in my life because I learned to that you can unlearn and regain and create because all we're taught is what we learn from our parents what we learn from school society Mm -hmm. and then we get to some some of us get to a point and we're like what the fuck have I been Living someone else's life, pretty much. Mm-hmm. You're just being. I'm just like a sponge of other people's ideas, and <sighs> then for people at the back, yeah. And then you, but then you can then, then you can begin to question, right? And if you have people around you who are open to conversations and discourse around that, and you're not just like, no, you're being weird. Please, mm. please sit down. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Oh. You know, you're able to question and go, and you know, you've got, yeah. And mm-hmm. so that was really. Pivotal right, in good. my life and and from then i'm I've been able to question everything and I think the most important thing I learned was to be so open-minded to everything like one thing that i'm I'm proud of myself is that I'm not staunch in anything and mm-hmm. I've been told that that's a real negative trait to have because yeah you, so what do you don't have any strong beliefs you're and yeah. I and I have strong beliefs but I'm not so fixated in them that i'm I'm not going to listen to your opinion and potentially take that on yeah you know? Yeah, so true. I'm not fixated. And it's so amazing because every time I have a conversation with someone, I'm listening to them and I'm able to be like, oh, wow. And that really challenges you and you feel the feelings and you feel walls come up and I'm able to Mm. recognize that and be like, put it down. What are they trying to say? What are they trying to tell me? Mm. Can I learn something from them? Can yes. I take what can I take from this? What can I give them? And yes. it's instead of just shutting them down.
0: Yes, that's so good. Yeah, that's so good. And that's that's how you live out that love. Mm. That's that's literally the embodiment of love, you know, mm. is the ability to actually hold your ideas really lightly and see the world through so many different lenses mm. based on what the game of life is presenting in front of you. Because that's that's what yeah, it is, it, yeah. it is a game bringing you different characters to present a mirror for different possibilities if you have the awareness to perceive it. So, oh my god, I love that. Um, what happens when you realize something you believe to be true is not true? Like, and then you build an identity around that belief or like that thing. What, like, do you have any? understanding insight or awareness around your process of like I used to believe eating meat was good that's fucked <laughs> I don't eat meat do you know what I mean like how do you tr- how do you go through that when you believe something to be so true
1: yeah and I think I think it's it's potentially just for me as a person a lot easier to shatter my truth I um, mean I don't think I, I've had conversations with other people and they're so much more fixated and it's it's harder to break through that barrier and I don't know what that is is that Mm. just a personality thing is that you know where did I get this real like low attachment to my core beliefs yeah and some people are their core beliefs are and I think it's important to have beliefs like I'm not dismissing like I'm not just this person that's like ah, if I can do what I want (laughs) well not (laughs) fully <laughs> okay, manifest them. not fully but yeah um I, th- I i don't i can't i honestly can't even answer that i'm just very mm. low attachment like i am you can see s- things from so many different So views. open to everything yeah. i'm i do have my current belief system for sure and i have values and i don't know how much your values tend to change that much but i'm open to anything i'm not fixated on anything mm. i am so open to what anyone has to say and i'll take on what i need at the time and yeah
0: chameleon i don't know It's am a good thing like Fuck, i feel like i'm so that i can meet any moment with what's needed but i don't know i i've questioned like does that mean that i'm really soft and like a yeah, pushover yeah. or like does that mean that i don't even know who i am but i feel like Part of who I am is being open to it's what a, life presents. And I think the more that I a, learn about human design, which is really interesting as a tool for making sense of the world, not that I have a really like, I need a label and then that defines who I am kind of vibe, but more like for me as a generator with an open, open heart center, throat center, and I sent her, fuck, I don't know third what the eye. top. So, third eye. That's act, my
1: third act fourth eye act activation. My fourth eye activation.
0: Like, we went to Spirit Fest and had some good fun. Oh, yeah, that was <laughs> a beautiful experience. Shout out TP Spirit Fest. <laughs> what, a, what a vibe. What a vibe. No, but what I'm saying with human design is that um, that is a helpful tool for me to help. So, with those top three centers open and like, forgive me, I'm just like learning about this shit, but like the top three centers for me are open, but my sacral and my gut, I think it's chakras. I don't know. Anyways, my sacral and my um, womb space, maybe those are really defined centers. So for me, like I'm really good at knowing if something's for me or like, I can tune into my gut. I can tune into like this feeling within me that's like, this is for you. This isn't for you. And that's really clear. Whereas I find it difficult to have a view on something because I can see it from many different ways Mm. or maybe speak my truth on something, knowing that that will disrupt other people's worldviews. But I'm learning more and more that it's important for me to do that because that's leadership and that's being authentic and if you're not turning anyone off you're not turning anyone on so receiving that
1: and I want to say that you know in terms of beliefs I have my current set of beliefs and I'm and I'm firm on that yes but I'm open to changing that I'm not so fixated or like grounded in it
0: Yes. Which is kind of like the ego needs that false sense of security. The ego needs Mm. to know like, well, I'm this. So that means that. And, and we do that as a from my understanding, we do that as a survival mechanism because if we have all those tabs open all the time, mm. it's really difficult then to figure out well, what, what am I going to have for dinner, or what's my my next right. move?
1: Trivial, but, uh, so tri-
0: Trivial. So those <laughs> beliefs are created to act as like a life hack, but it's just being present to the importance of making space and time to look at what are my beliefs, what are my values, are these serving me? Where did these come from? Mm. How might I evolve these to actually empower and enable me to move into the highest version of myself? Oh, so delicious, so delicious. Divine. Divine, Live, love, love. Abby, what has been your medicine in finding yourself?
1: Oh, my medicine. Um, I think one – that was fundamental in some of my growth throughout my life has been um, sitting with the most uncomfortable aspects of myself.
0: Oh, my gosh, go there.
1: Um, Just really, I think a lot of the time back in the past, I would use um, unhealthy coping mechanisms to kind of go forward and distract myself and thinking that that was helping. But um, the only way that I found to move forward was to sit in my uncomfortable feelings and literally bathe in them and and be uncomfortable and not escape it and then move forward from that point
0: (laughs) I'm not crying you're crying (laughs)
1: it's it's so I used to do everything in my willpower to avoid feeling those feelings I would drink a lot I would um, all these unhealthy coping mechanisms just to stop feeling those feelings Mm. Um, but the they would just keep repeating the cycles would keep going it was only until i stopped and just sat with it and really (sighs) that it that it i was able to move forward and like truly move forward because sometimes you can have like Times where it's oh it's gone it's all it's fine and then it's gonna it come ain't. around because the universe is like yo we're gonna you ain't finished this lesson you ain't you ain't finished
0: you ain't finished yeah
1: and that and that's really hard to do how do you
0: do that how do you do that I remember like when I first realized I was so disconnected from my feelings and my body, I. I knew I needed writing. Writing has always been medicinal for me and I I always know and I'm creative but had denied that for a long time. So for me it would be even the practice of sitting down, opening a journal with a pen and writing one sentence. That's just like how am I feeling? And then I'd write one sentence and then I'd close it and then I'd keep watching Netflix or like go and get drunk or whatever. Yeah. Like, and then over time, now I can write pages and pages and Mm -hmm. pages and like write poetry and I can do all kinds of fucking things. What has it been for you? What was the practice for you to do that?
1: Um, Asking myself the question or going into it with a bit of intention or a feeling and sitting with it literally like in a meditative state um, and feeling it and Mm. and and just just literally feeling it I think you know we try to distract ourselves sometimes but literally sitting down and having no music no outside distractions or phones or whatever and just feeling it and if you sit with it long enough it's gonna make you very emotional and then you know you're feeling it yeah you know and literally you know sitting down and and feeling whatever the feelings that were coming up and breaking down, crying and allowing mm. myself to do that. That's so normal That's powerful. Yeah. Um, and really going through that process of just letting it out and then putting some music on for me. This is just my process and some music, whatever, whatever I'm vibing at the time and physically dancing it out or yes. letting it out or just even sitting there and just crying to the music. Like, yes,
0: but, here for that. But,
1: but through that process obviously there's a little bit of work to do after that it's not just as simple as that unfortunately but your your body and your mind are connecting through that process and they've obviously been disconnected for mm-hmm. so long so it's that process of connecting the two together and like yeah it's so beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's a release.
0: Yeah. It's so powerful. And it seems so simple. Oh, it's yet not. it's the it's thing the, we avoid. Because
1: it's so uncomfortable. Yeah.
0: And I feel like society has conditioned a way of being, a way of doing that's like more, 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 consume, consume, mm-hmm. busy, busy, just like. We aren't connected to our bodies. We aren't connected to our feelings. We aren't taught that. And so as an adult navigating quarter-life crisis, it's so important to realize that you get to give yourself what you need now. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm not even connected to my body. I don't feel safe in my body or I'm not present to any feelings or anything like that, let this be an invitation for you to consider what does your soul want you to do what is what's craving within you to be expressed and how can you put on a song put pen to paper whatever it is to just try and allow that feeling to emerge mm. and be processed and the science is like 60 to 90 seconds for the emotion to move through our bodies. Yeah, but we so. just, as soon as something uncomfortable comes up, we just suppress, reject, deny, neglect to give ourselves what we need, which is just to allow our human experience to that's be so. what it is.
1: And quite often I've I've figured my trigger out um, and you'll have a potentially a physical or whatever trigger it is that you can feel it come on, that you're mm. like, okay, I need to escape, I need to do something, I guess it's your body's um, like savior method. Like how mm-hmm. can I look after myself and not feel uncomfortable or yes. not be in pain or whatever. And I have recognized it now and and it doesn't come up often, but it still comes up for me mm-hmm. and I'll feel, and I, um, my go-to method was to go and get absolutely drunk out of my brain. Mm. And I had certain people that I could call on and they would, you know, enable that and, and, it's so funny to acknowledge that, you know, something will happen and I'll feel this urge to reach out to a certain person who I'm not as close with anymore. We're still friends, but Mm. not as close with anymore. And I can just observe it and acknowledge it and, and look at it like, Oh, that's so interesting. And then think that's, Amazing! I need to do this practice for myself. Yes, but not buy into that unhealthy coping mechanism because I've recognized my trigger, and I feel like that's half the battle to recognize yes. that trigger.
0: Oh yeah, because we're not even aware. Yeah, <laughs> we're not even aware. We just do it. We're on autopilot, and we're like, Yes, I just
1: need to get this is yuck. Yeah, um, and and it and it's unfortunate because it's part of societal norms. Like
0: totally, it's I culture. I had a
1: breakup, and I'm gonna go get drunk with the girls, yes. and we're gonna fuck men, and or whatever it is, you know, fuck woman, whatever. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it is, you know, and we're going to... And it's we're normal gonna gonna to dissociate. We're going to dissociate. It's normal it's yes. healthy. It seemed as healthy have a like big night out with well, your that's girls. That's in the media.
0: That's in like that's in all the freaking movies. Like this is what we're fed since I young know. people like as kids, even those like Disney movies. I'm just like the more that I'm learning about all this stuff and like how we form our belief systems and our values and our ways in which we see the world. It's like this shit has been fed to us since mm. we were kids. I know it's it's messed up. It like think about those Disney these stories and those women. I'm just like that is not a character. A man is
1: gonna come in and save you. Oh,
0: so. <laughs> gotta go. Gotta go. I've gotta save myself. I gotta oh, save myself.
1: Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, oh,
0: oh, oh. Um, okay, beautiful. I wanna hear more about the rituals and practices that set you up for personal freedom.
1: Oh, um, my soul medicine. Yeah, go there. Um, so I have a few Um, Tools in my toolbox That really help um, With my I guess Life Um, The first thing would be um, I'm huge about um, Gratitude practices Yes And that's a real Like buzzword And everyone's like Yeah gratitude I'm so grateful But what does that look like and how can you embody that and really like, use that in everyday life yeah and for me that looks like I every morning do a gratitude journal and I write things down that I'm grateful but I go a step further and I and I feel that and I,
0: Ooh, and I don't what know. That I,
1: exactly like I don't know how to but I but I feel the gratitude I let it in and I don't know if I can articulate it in a way to
0: seems like manifest To vibes. tell
1: someone how to do that but I just so I write I write it down I, I am so grateful for whatever it is and then I just sit there and I and I feel it and it comes up in like a vibrational physical kind of like tone Fuck. I don't know how to um, articulate in the way that could be
0: maybe it's just hearing it maybe that's enough for someone yeah what does it feel like to be grateful what does it feel like to truly be in the energy of what is abundant in your life
1: it feels open open heart Mm. um it feels clarity it feels like it pushes all the negative narrative that kind of comes up in life to the side and you can just live off that if you live off that platform it's it is it just makes it puts your life into perspective so much yes we're so and especially with the comparative world we live in we we're comparing to everybody else oh my god i'm I'm 28 and I'm not I don't have my degree yet you know you could get so bogged down by like the little nitty-gritties but if you're living off all of the things you actually have instead of Mm -hmm. don't have then yeah it changes perspective and you're just able to live a little bit more clearer and on a better vibration
0: yeah and you actually do this. This I isn't some it. shit you're just like, no, I gratitude's cute, you know? <laughs> no, uh, I actually.
1: And, and I'm not perfect, not every day. And I find uh, and I found, like, obviously with my recent, like, fucking debacle with my teeth, those days when I was not doing it. But yeah. because I'd had months and months and months and months and months of previously doing it, my mental health was strong and I was able to just... Yeah, push it through the low points.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I think something I'm noticing more and more as years go on is like, it's not what you do when you're in crisis or when things have hit the fan that supports you the most to navigate through that difficulty. It's actually the tiny little things that you do every day that will either support or disempower you in that shit. And so if you've got a consistent gratitude practice where Let's say 80% of the time, mm-hmm. that's your focus first thing in the morning, last thing you go to bed with, then when it life becomes a little bit stretching, a little bit challenging or a lot stretching and a lot challenging you've got this kind of like kete, this basket of like built-up goodness that's going to support you to navigate that and maybe not get so low. Absolutely. That's well, what I've noticed for myself anyways. I,
1: I have 100% noticed it when I – because I've had teeth issues for a very long time, not through my vigilance.
0: Are you kidding me? You could win awards for the amount of shit you do with your teeth. I
1: try to look after them so much. But anyway, that's fucking whole hey, up podcast. that's another podcast. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um. I talked to my dentist about biofilm and, oh, my God, I, he, I've got shit <laughs> <It's> biofilm. <laughs> I've got shit biofilm. Oh, my God. It's so tragic now. Anyway, so a few years ago I had, oh, about like five years ago, I had another issue with my teeth and I had this massive toothache and it was causing a lot of issues. And it was so, it was so much worse that time than it was this time. Mm. And... And there's things that we're able to, um, and I was reflecting, why was this time yes. so um, more bearable and, and it was like, I can, you know, do this. And before it was like, put me down, I'm fucking in pain and yes. this is the worst time of my life. Um, and one was knowing that it's going to pass. Mm. It all does. Mm. Nothing's consistent. Like we, yeah. can, we can really get clear on that. That's one thing that... The world is never consistent. No situation is going to be forever. Um, two, I am in a fi- different financial place, and mm. that made me really sad as well because back then I, was, I, w- I wasn't I, I was in a financial place and I had a lot of anxiety. How am I going to resolve this? I don't have the financial means to spend thousands of dollars on a dentist and mm. it was just all this anxiety and I don't have that now. Mm. So that was nothing. that Such wasn't. a privilege, yeah. And that's a privileged place, and it's so sad that how – impactful financial circumstances is on health, on mental health. health. Yes. Um, and it's become a privilege in this it, country. And, and so I acknowledged my privilege through this. I was like, no matter what happens, I have the means to fully sort out whatever I have. Mm. You know, there's no issue. I've got full health insurance. I've got the means to pay for anything I need to in regards to this. And I don't have that level of anxiety to add to this, which yeah. made it easier. Oh, yeah. And so – I mean, there's so many layers to this, in, in society and stuff. But mm. you know, people who are in pain, or physical pain, or mental health pain, and mm. then the, the financial woes on top of that. Oh like, how gosh. can? I, oh my god. Yeah. You know, it's it, it so just it's just um, thought provoking, and and obviously, what can what can be done? You know. Yeah. These, what these can thoughts. we
0: do with what we've got? Yeah. Which I think is part of the reason why I wanted to do this podcast is just like what can I do with what I've got is talk to cool people that I've been able to cross paths with and like open source their secret source on how they get to where they are mm. in navigating life yeah. um, because actually access is a challenge. Oh, like we God don't need – like so much information and education sits behind different walls and so to be able to just even – not that this is the be-all and end-all of the conversations, but it's contributing to the to the accessibility of knowledge um, for people to be able to pick up and try on different things that are free um, to do that mainly work in that kind of mindset, emotional, mental, spiritual space. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that I think in New Zealand there's definitely so many privileges that now exist just to be well, which is so messed up and 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 not okay.
1: And if you experience it both on both, I've experienced it on both hands. So back in the day when I was first going through that, my only option was to apply for through the work and income system, you know, Mm -hmm. to try and get some support through that. The last thing I was up to was filling out forms, going and having meetings, trying to get this, you know, justify it. you know, some evidence and all that kind of stuff to get the money to help with my tooth, and the, and the maximum I could get at the time was just to get a tooth pulled instead of actually resolving the issue or trying to save the tooth or whatever you know. Mm. Oh yeah, I've got one more thing to say. Yeah. Um, in regards to my toolbox, which I think yes. has helped some people that I've talked to, and then it's in regards to my resilience list. Um, this has literally been a game changer for me in a lot of parts of my life. Um, it is pretty much. My resilience list is a list of things that I have um, gone through or achieved or anything that's been really impactful in my life, either a hard hard time or a really good time or an achievement. Um, And I've written it all down and mine personally is on um, Google Docs and it's all in tabs and it's really... Um, coded and whatever um, it's private I don't I don't share it with anyone because I don't feel I need to share it with anyone it's my own personal um, list um, and what I why, why I have this list is whenever I'm going through a really challenging time I refer to my list and I look at everything I've fucking been through in the last 28 years or the achievements I've made and I'm like oh my god I'm sweet mm-hmm. it's this literal support system that I'm like yo I'm good I can do it. Mm. Or if it's something I'm really nervous about or I'm unsure about, I, I refer to my list and I've done it.
0: This blew my fucking mind. When I heard about this shit, I was like, I was 28 years old when I learned about a resilience list. This is a life moment. This is a milestone. Like, this is so fucking good in terms of a life hack. Like It, it
1: really is so um, instrumental and nowadays, because I've gone through it so many times, I don't need to refer to it too much yeah. because I I just embody it. You know, and it just yeah. becomes a part of you, and yeah. I think it's really um, and I still add to it every time because it's so important to do that and it also like solidifies and everything. But I yeah, it's so powerful. And when you're in the down in the dumps and you've, you're you're you know you're out of oomph and you've got nothing in your in your basket, refer to your list. You're good. You've done. Look what you've done. You can do it all.
0: Yes, if you're listening and you're one of those people that perhaps is struggling to see um, how you can find the courage to do the things, I really want to encourage you to do what Abby's suggesting, the resilience list. Get a Google Doc, get a journal, get a note in your phone and write down the hard and possible things that you thought you could never do but did and refer to them when you notice those feelings come up. I love that. Fuck, I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, it
1: was so – so, I use it all, the, game time. Changing. The, all the time. It's game-changing. It's
0: game-changing. Yeah, I think about some – like this year for me has been a huge year of change. Every part of my life has faced some significant change – And the resilience list has given me so much hope and inspiration in those moments where I'm just like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I literally don't know how I'm going to do this. And then I think, maybe your resilience list. And then I go and look at it and I'm just like, my bowl says, bitch, bitch, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> I can do anything. I can literally do anything because I've done these impossible things mm-hmm. that I thought were impossible at the time. Because we forget
1: it in the moment. We, yes. We, we get so fixated on the issue and we're like, this is,
0: yes, how am I going to get
1: through? And we, you know.
0: The catastrophizing, like for me, is like a pattern that it's I'm over. noticing. It's over. It's done. This is it. Seen. <laughs> it's seen. And seen. And seen. <laughs> and seen. <laughs> um, I love that you've shared that. Thank you. Welcome. What is the one piece of advice you'd give your younger self? Um,
1: oh, mate, I would give my younger self the advice of it is all going to be okay. Love it. And yeah, I think that just succincts a lot of things, but it's all going to be okay. Every hardship you um, overcome and or go through, it is all going to work out and, as it should be. Love that. And you're going to get stronger and more resilient, and it's going to make you a better person.
0: Beautiful. Yeah.
1: But I wouldn't tell myself to not do anything that I have done because it's all, every situation's brought me to where I'm at today. So I wouldn't forewarn myself, like, don't do that tonight or don't go into this relationship or anything. I would just say it's all going to be okay because Mm. through everything, I've had massive learning and lots of growth through. So.
0: Love sharing space and time with you, Abby. Thank you so much for coming in and sharing your worldviews, your lived experiences, your truth, your authenticity with everyone listening. If people are wanting to connect in with you, what's the best way that they can reach out?
1: Oh, just through Snapchat. I've I'm at Eb Doggy Dog. Um it's A beat no. no. hate I hate Snapchat. You write, you know, a username how many years ago and then you're stuck with it. Mine's Eb Doggy Dog. <laughs> Explain that to people. Abdoggydog. Um oh. Um I'm on LinkedIn, like I don't know, A B Vanderven on LinkedIn. Uh, All my socials are not my full name because I don't want okay. people to contact me on those, but yeah, Abby on, on LinkedIn, LinkedIn, yeah, or my OnlyFans. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <gosh. laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, joking. Um, yeah, just I guess LinkedIn, LinkedIn or like whatever. My seed um, um, email is abby at seed nz. Is that correct? <laughs> <just not> <laughs> What's my fucking email? <laughs> Oh, Abby, A-B-B-V, oh, what is my C? I've got like five emails that I literally rotate through in my life. So what <laughs> oh is my... my okay, your
0: seed email is at seedycastle.nz. Beautiful. Or oh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn. LinkedIn go. sounds good.
1: Or we'll just if you see me on the streets, I'll
0: <laughs> say live. Say hello. Say thank you for your blessings. <laughs> thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into this episode. Abby, thank you so much for your time. So it's been so to fun. Be so fun. F is for friends who do stuff together.
1: U is for ukulele. N is for anywhere and anywhere. Down in the deep blue sea. Thank you. Thank
0: you for having me. <laughs> and that's a wrap. <laughs> <coughs> and so oh, And soon. Well, that's it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in and thanks to our special guest. This is your chance to take a moment for yourself and really reflect on what's landed for you over this episode. Yep. Right now. Pull over in the car, stop working, take a minute and write it down and turn that into one actionable goal so that you can integrate and apply what's come to light in this episode into your life. If you're picking up what we're putting down, please take a moment to rate and review this podcast. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button to be the first to hear when the next squeeze of Audible Juice is live in a new app. If you have a topic you'd like to hear more about, please slide into my DMs on Instagram. See you next time. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition.